Okay, this is your Berea podcast. It was going to be a mini podcast, and then it started getting a little long again. So maybe I don't do mini podcasts very often. I don't know. But this is um, going to be a subject that we revisit. Because the two primary things I want, the subscribers and the visitors here, and just people that want to get something out of anything in the world, is that when you are being influenced by something, you should... Money... Ears, eyes, hands, things that you're doing, that you're seeing, that you're hearing, that you're doing with your hands, and where you put your money, you always want to get a baseline of what it is that you are being influenced by or what the influence is that's going on there. And then you want to just establish an observational process, whatever that is, okay? So you can temperature test it periodically. And these are things you'll probably hear from me in in the future as I relate to, to certain things. Um, which I want to do, but this is this podcast is a follow up to a, bl- a blast cast in the if you were a Christian series. And if you were a Christian, I said it could be dicey. I don't know. You tell me after we do a replay here. If you were a Christian, you wouldn't hate the show The Chosen, right? Let's do a replay and find out what you think. You think about it. Okay. This is your Bria Blastcast and a series of If You Were a Christian, and this one could be a little controversial, touchy, touchy, who knows, and the religions. Wait for it. If you were a Christian, you would not hate the show The Chosen. And in 2023, it, they're heading into season four about now. But the important part I want you to get out of it and me and, and establish something that's very valuable is anytime you are putting your eyes, your ears, your hands, definitely your money into something, you should probably baseline it and observe it. So we're going to do a mini podcast following that, and we're going to use The Chosen as an example and watch it all the way through and see how it turns out. But if you were a Christian, you would not hate the show The Chosen. So do you, I mean, have you heard of this, this show? Their goal is to reach a billion people with the stories of Jesus of the Bible. That's pretty impressive right now itself. Okay. They are, that show and that director, that's, that's one of his missions. And the next one is, you know, it's the largest crowdfunded show ever done. Here's my introduction to it. I remember seeing, I was working in the Pacific Islands. And I remember seeing a shirt and I liked it because it had black and it had teal and it was just neat looking. So I was trying to figure it out. And I, then I asked I, this person, I said, oh, what's that shirt? And they were just, they were just ugly. <laughs> I, was just I just was like, okay, that's not, we're not going anywhere with that. And then honestly, so something might have subliminally kind of hung on there or something. I don't know. But then I would have somebody, in other words, I never pursued that. That would have been an opportunity to, you know, do exactly what Dallas wants all the people that wear those shirts and, and all of his chosenwdick.com you know the chosengifts.com okay his little jingle that he does there for his gifts which aka merchandise you know i mean that's exactly what he has it for but another person would eventually ask me you know hey have you seen this you would really like it you might like this and i'm like eh. and i'm like well all you have to do is download the app and do 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 and i'm like okay and it's free and i'm like oh but the po- at that point i never had like the whole app idea for just a particular show 
was just like, and eh, it chews up memory. I mean, I'm thinking all this technical, practical crap. And I'm just like, eh, I just kind of blew that one off too. And then a second person came to me and said, you would really like this show. I really want you to see it and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, you know, okay. And I'll know what got me from point A to B, but there's a lot of things can get me from one point to another. One might be, I really just don't want to not have an answer for you. If you really were passionate about something and you were trying to share it with me and I, and then you asked me about if I looked into it or not. I mean, I don't look at every link and my close circle of people, they know better than just to send me just a link and not reference it. You know, we don't send links. And, and if you ever get a hold of where you want to reach out for me, don't just send a link. It, you know, it might get deleted. Um, it could, you know, definitely just don't do that. That's not, not proper. Okay, you might want to say, hey, I really like this. I'd like to know your thoughts. People just send memes and throw things around nowadays. And I don't know, that's just really yanking out the the personal stuff in there. Be careful. But okay, not to get sidetracked. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should just, I should have an answer. I'll watch one of them. Because I can, you know, I don't, I'm not a people pleaser. But I gave you the motive as to why I would want to do it. So if I watch one, and I'm going to know within one episode if I want to watch something or not and just spend my time doing it you know and and then I'd still have a good answer because I just tell you I don't not my thing you know or I didn't like it for this reason or I watched you know this much you know the time I was I watched it on like a little device um and my goodness I watched it at nine o'clock at night with the intent I think I had some you know eat and then I was chilling with the intent to just watch part of and then go to bed oh my goodness I started watching season one episode one and then I was like boom I mean they came right out of the gate all right with some stuff I mean they're dealing with the real and the raw of what Jesus of Nazareth was I mean wow okay yeah right away you know, we're dealing with, I mean, the first time, think about it, the first time when Jesus stepped into a synagogue in his public ministry, what was the first thing that freaking got in his way? And this is in a religious synagogue. This is in the Jew religion, okay? <laughs> you know, it's freaking demon out, you know, crying out. And he tell him to shut him, get out. Okay, so it's interesting that the that first episode was like, whoa. And I'm like, after that, I watched and I cried because, I mean, wow, you know if you are a broken person in any way and if you've been through anything okay and you know there's gonna be something in there in that in that first episode or in even in the first season where you're like I can really associate with that I really have some common ground with that you know if you understand brokenness and and you start learning what the Jesus of the Bible is about and honestly this podcast and these shows are I want to I want to just go through that with people because I don't think people really know who he is, you know, the Jesus of the Bible, that is. And we've defined that in a previous podcast. And so he deserves he deserves to have, you know, uh, they they leveled some playing ground right there. I it instantly got my respect along with the I don't know, like I said, if I got which one first, when, when I found out it was a crowdfunded show and that people with the hard earned money had been funding it. And to the degree and the level they did. And then when I went through the process of where you, you know, you watch the show and then if you want to pay it forward, 
as a person that had never done that and understood that the first time I'm doing a crowdfunding thing, I was really impressed with the whole organizational portion portion of it. But the show in itself, you have to understand when I watch something, I'm not watching in a I chill back in freaking bonbon mode. I'm watching something to be engaged. I'm watching the cinematography. I'm watching the dialogue. I'm watching the actors. I'm watching how they posture. I'm watching the lighting. I'm watching this and that and this and that. And there were many, many years no one would ever want to go to a movie with me because I'd be like, they want to talk and I'd say, shut up. We do not interrupt the movie. Okay. <laughs> now I'm more like the person like, hey, you know, what do you think about that? And I'm a little, a little more, I'm a little better about that. But my point being this very, for years and years. I just have a thing with movies and shows, right? I've seen a lot of them, you know, with that type of mindset. And I was moved and I was engaged in all these things. I was up till five in the morning watching the whole first season. Yeah, they did that. And then I'd later, I'm like, I got to research this some more. Who did this? Who are these people? And where did they come from? Okay. And I learned so much in the Jesus movement about this. No, I shouldn't have said the Jesus movement. In, in the Jesus realm about this. Because one move from God, most high, and boom, it cannot be refuted. One word from him, same thing. And the beautiful thing about the chosen in its inception and start is it was just like that. Now, like I said, you want to learn how to baseline something. This came out of relatively nowhere okay in a world where controlled opposition is so staggering okay and where wheat and tares are growing right up next together right in the end times like this and this stuff we'll all explore later when you see that it's it's really refreshing to have something so powerful come out of the blue that should increase your faith right there i mean just one move from god and it's done and you don't know where that's going to come from that's a beautiful thing and I'm going to talk about that in another podcast because it was on my mind about how, you know, the enemy in the kingdom of darkness really thinks some things are going to happen for them. I mean, and, the, and a lot of those folks in the Lucy world and the, in, the, in the Santas, okay, they really think they're going to win. They don't, I don't, they read the Bible. Most of those, those folks, here you go, know that Bible better than you, Christian people. Okay, they really do. And then when they get their their attachment to it and they have their guides and their, um, you know, I'll just say knowledge, okay, drops when they when they are doing things, they're going to know it better than you because they're also engaging, you know, a spiritual side there that's going to have some some take on that. But I'll revisit that in another thing, because I think that's a really, really interesting thing to say to a Christian. If you read the Bible, a Christian, okay, because I would say, mm, here's my take on that. You know, if I'm as a third party person, if I could just step out. But when we finish this podcast, I want to layer myself into the same exercise that I'm suggesting with the chosen. Okay, so the observation and then the baselining, they're always going on. The baseline starts from the beginning. This should be in anything. Anything, anything, anything. Like, for example, um, I'm going to even go a little political here. In the, uh, who, which president? Okay, Mr. Uh, Mr. Biden, President Biden. When he got elected on his, on his, on his term, a lot of people were angry because the controlled opposition was so great. 
and a lot of people were just really upset. But um, I was just like, you know, are we gonna? Is anybody gonna watch the inauguration? <laughs> no, you know. And I just didn't even say. I can't even talk to anybody. You know. But the thing, the and I did. I mean, I'm like, I'm gonna watch it because it's a baseline. And then I want to be able to answer when people start flapping their lips. Not like I even bother. I don't really get into that whole narrative. It's it's draining and stressful. <laughs> let's let's find something else to talk about in the world. Um, and just be very careful and have wisdom when you do, so that people aren't stuck in such anger. You can't be living in anger, bro. You gotta let that let that down. But um, there's an incredible baseline that was established when Biden became president. And there was a couple reasons why I wanted to watch it. Okay. And that'll be for another time, but it said so much. And then so many people didn't even watch it. So they understood what had happened, especially the Christian people, you know, and they, and they should be all up in that, you know, listening to the prayers that were said, looking at the people that were there, you know, praying for the president or whatever you guys do for your leaders. Okay. All this stuff that your religion has told you and all those preachers and those religious preachers that told you, if that's what you do it looks like religion to me you got to do it with a willful heart so i guess the willfulness was not even to watch it but you could you missed a good baseline there so that you could observe certain things that would happen afterwards and the chosen oh so much easier to do okay let's throw the political thing away and then the chosen it's like wow you've got something here that no man was expecting and it came from the their pilot when i watched the pilot because I got the little disc set and I'm like, oh man, I hope I want to have a watch party with some friends. I want to do this. You know, I don't have one friend that was interested in it. I'm so grateful that I just even got a hold of it from the two people that suggested to me. And I just pushed through the, you know, the whole t-shirt thing on the first time, man. Um, but my goodness, I'm like, I think I gave it to my neighbor. I gave one to my neighbor. Um, but we never talked about it anymore. Aside from that, the, the, when I got the disc set, I saw that there was a pilot and I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, so I put that in and it's called the shepherd and it's, it was done under the intent. It was prior to the season of the chosen, which is called why it's called the pilot, but it was done with the intent that the director, Dallas Jenkins was doing this for his church or something. This movie, this pilot was done for his church and I'm like huh so I watch it it might be one of the best things I've ever seen in my life I am not kidding you and I told you how, I, how I'm watching I'm just not laying back for a bonbon I'm looking at everything it was so well done the places where the where the audio was cut and the impact it made the the totality of it if you know a little bit about the bible story the emphasis in certain places Boom. Cried on that one too. And I'm like, I like this show. So now we're in season four and I know what the baseline is. It is, it is supernatural where it came from. It was one of those things. You can't change me otherwise where God said, I think I'm going to, okay, the whole world's doing what it wants to do right now. And I think I'm just going to say yes to this over here. And I'm, I want the chosen to go. I want, I'm going to make this pot. I mean, God is God almighty in the highest heaven. Okay. We're down here doing all kinds of things where we're serving ourselves and our lust and our flesh and freaking filthy and nasty, you know, horrible, you know, there might be some good people, but no, not, no, no one's, no, no one's good. 
go listen to the Ray Comfort podcast, <laughs> okay? And how I recommend him, then go search him out. He he'll 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 let you know about that in a better way that I poss- ever possibly could. And but God, if, he in His loving kindness and His tender mercy, according to what he He's like in the Bible, if you read it, and and how I see, of course, He's righteous and holy, and that's a good thing too, because eventually all of this wickedness that people are running with has to be dealt with, because only a good judge would eventually deal with it. Man, it's a tricky thing to deal with people's wills, right? You know. Um, but aside from that, he, I mean, he's just like, I want this chosen thing to go here. Boom. I'm going to crowdfund it so that no entertainment industry can get their hands on it. Can you imagine the people that are trying to get, trying to get their hands on that? I went out to do a, um, a night sky photo session in Utah. And before that, I did a, a private session with a gentleman who's one of the top. I just happened to luck out and do this. This is not, it just happened to happen. Okay. So it's not like I have a bunch of money and I'm doing all this stuff. But um, the, one of the top night sky photographers. I found him in this, this convention thing that was online during the COVID days. And I, and it was, it was a good thing. So, you know, we got to talking before we did our day shoot and, you know, he goes, you know, you know, we really fund that. And I'm like the, the chosen thing. Cause I have one sweatshirt with the chosen on it right now. I'm really picky about certain things, but I got one sweatshirt and I had it out there. I froze when we did our night. I wasn't even aware <laughs> when we did our night shoot, it was so cold it was below 30 and I could barely even do my job. But aside from that, you know, we were, he was, he saw my sweatshirt and he's like, you know what? And this is by, you know, second season or something. I don't know. They're, you know, they're already well established and they do a lot of filming in Utah, I guess, for the chosen at the time. He goes, you know what? You know that, that we fund that. And I go, I don't understand what you're saying. He goes, you know, we, I go, who's we? He goes, the Latter-day Saints. I go, cause you're in Utah, man. You got to know what's up over there. And you know, they have their own little government going on with the Latter-day Saint thing. It's kind of reminds me of the whole Pope thing, but I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. He's like, yeah, we love it. And he was so genuine and sincere. I mean, about how proud he was that their religion had something to do with that, that they were able to fund it. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool too. Now, I would find out later that a totally different deal is going on there, you know, because he's a broken man and he sees and he, and he can see the goodness of God in that show and he may or may not take that up. I mean, these people know a lot of them are professing that on the Lucy and the, you know, Santa side, they know that they're what they're doing at the high, at the higher levels and they know where they're going. They've told me right to my face. I know I'm going to hell. We're all going to hell. <laughs> like, I'm not going to hell. That's a whole other story. I'll visit that on another one because it relates to this night sky thing. But my point is this, you know, they take a lot. You could see the money starting to put, you know, in wanting to influence. Then I started noticing the symbolism. Okay. And it's not a then thing after talking to him. It was around when the money starts coming from other places you start noticing this, the pentagrams and the stars strategically put in certain places. You start noticing the duality in the, in the, um, in the red and in the blue in Dallas's house where they're setting up his lights for his little on-stream things. And I'm like, okay, with someone like me that's trained like me and has a life like me, that's had a life like me, you know, where maybe Christians haven't been paying no attention to nothing. 
okay? Maybe they're waking up now. I don't even know what to tell you, you know, but you and, and you understand that money does certain things and and that people will allow certain things knowingly or unknowingly, but there's still an effect on it. I'm less like, ah, okay, but this show hasn't been touched yet. So I'm like, I don't really care. You know, <laughs> I'm watching him and I'm, I'm promoting it because I see so much good coming out of it. It's amazing how close. Remember the synagogue thing. Jesus, his first, when he first came into the ministry, he was right in the synagogue. This is where the religious people are. This is where the people are broken, where they're trying to hear the word, you know, and, and, and the control over the, the precious, you know, book of law and even what they did have. I mean, all those things. And you got demon, you know, manifesting right there. My point is this. All this stuff is still the same today. Close, close. It's all very, very close next to each other. I would say even in your very breath, breath to breath is how close that is. And we'll discuss that in a, in another podcast and what that means. But yeah, I mean, I have, I had friends, Christian friends that are, that are doing this thing and they just have the hate thing going. I'm serious. That's how, that's how I see it. I mean, you cannot deny how the chosen came about. It depicts the wrong ways of the Bible. You know what? That's because you didn't read your Bible. Okay. <laughs> it's going to take a little more time for me to cover that and get into why why I feel that way. But that's honestly a foundational reason for um, these podcasts in a certain way. Because when all the Christians are being moved a certain way for possibly self-righteous reasons, all the religiosities that they've had, and these things that have, have just been their way, their actual religion, I want to challenge that. Not for the reasons that you probably would think, so don't think that, okay? The Bible says very clearly, one who wins souls is wise. If you can snatch one out of the fire, that would be a good thing to do. <laughs> And, and under the premise of, you know, religion, let's just step it aside. Let's, where are the moves of God that he ab absolutely brings about? That he defines to show his character. Oh, I'm looking for that. Okay, where are those people that are looking for that? Where are those people that are praying for that? So the chosen is that in its inception. And if there's a cosmic war of good and evil, I can tell you it's not liked. The devil will not like this. That's if you even believe in that kind of thing. And that's a whole, we, we haven't explored that in our podcast land yet on our, in our series. I don't know where you are with that. But the <laughs> if the Bible is what the Bible is and the Bible says what it says, and if it is true, there's a devil and he don't like you. Okay. And he doesn't like, he doesn't like you because you're made in God's image. If God most high, if that Bible's right. Okay. And he definitely doesn't like anything about Jesus. And this story is like showing his character and all this kind of stuff. But anyhow, I'm like, oh, Lord, have mercy. Do not let the humans mess this up. And he's like, I got this. You know, even with, he's, you know, God Almighty is solid. He is not like us. We want to be like that. Okay. When you understand this character and you start looking at it, if you ever have, you'll be like, man, I'd rather, I, I want to be a better anything, right? I want to be like that. But he's like, I got this. You know, even if the human wills go left or right, I'll still get what I want out of it because he knows how to turn um, anything for good.
You know, he will, he knows he's the, the master of the human mind and the body and the soul and the spirit and the, and the before and the now and the after of everything. Thoughts, will, motive, intent. And so I like this show so much. I was like trying to tell people about it. I would love to have, you know, a watch party on it. And so I, I watched a couple watch parties and I'd, you know, because I did give some money, they'd always give me like the, um, access to the stuff in the beginning and, you know, the, the pre-shows and, uh, I got to see the episodes before they released to the general public and even on YouTube. They're so gracious about how they released those episodes and how they wanted to share it with people, you know, and I'm, I watch now what angel video. And then I started, like I said, I look into things, you know, and it, I naturally can find them if, if, if my intent is like, wow, how's things going? What's going on? And so I was watching how angel video went and then I watched it go to lion's gate. And the thing that concerned me, and here's why I'm doing this baseline and observation thing. And this is for you guys. And then I'm even going to exercise it. Not only we'll do it with the chosen together, but exercise it on me. I mean, these, these podcasts are new. I could barely get lead in music. I, <laughs> I don't know how to edit. Okay. Um, I'm trying just to do the content. Other people are helping me with like, you know, cheerleading and whatnot me on and, and, and all the technical stuff. I'm kind of heading that up, but it's, it's just, you know, all very, very new. But from this, you're going to get, if you watch me, you watch the shows in the beginning and you watch things in the beginning and you get a baseline of what they are. I'm trying to think of where I learned this from. I think I, I want to say Janine Driver was one of the ones that kind of uh, got me into utilizing that. But there's all kinds of trainings. And I've been trained a lot in a lot of things. So I can't pinpoint exactly where it is. Well, you want to grab a baseline of what it is that you're dealing with. Now, here's a perfect example. When I would travel overseas and I was in a new place or a new country, or new anything. If I was before the client or with the client, let's just say I'm with the client, I ne everything else would be a norm, okay, after things are set settled and established. Me, I would not do anything. I don't, I, there's no entertainment. There's no me checking out, okay. Uh, because of what I'm doing, I'm listening to the sounds of everything in the environment, the new environment. I'm I'm watching how the client deals and what their normalcy is in that environment. If it's some some place that they've been before and it's the first time that I'm going there, I have there's a powerful thing behind that, which is why I'm suggesting it. And then observing because as soon as something kicks off a baseline and it's not the normal, you should be aware of it and, and you should address it. But there's a couple different reasons why I'm saying that. One is from a work standpoint, but I'm reflecting the concept into how you are influenced and how this can help. I want to exercise it with the chosen because in season three, you know, I already, I mentioned that things were going on outside of the show. And I'm like, do not touch that show. All those actors do your jobs. Okay. <laughs> like do the thing. Let's let, let Dallas has it, have his billion people and let the Lord be glorified. You know, let people know who Jesus of the Bible is because I was pissed off when I first came back from overseas, when I Googled the Jesus thing and it was just like, Hey, the thumbs up dude and a wink here and a white face with a long nose and long straight hair, Jesus guy. I'm like, that's what people get when they Google Jesus. No wonder why they hate and mock him. No. That's not why <laughs> there's something behind all that mocking and hating because there's a thing called the sons of disobedience and wrath. And all of us are them as soon as we pop out of the loins of our parents. 
people will say, I'm going to sidebar here, but people will say, well, God loves us all. And you know, we, God loves us and that's it. You know what? You obviously don't know how quick you are to be wicked. Okay. And there is the thing called the book of life, but you better read the Bible and really figure all that out before you start just making assumptions on your own, because that's another thing called you just making your own God up. Okay. And God doesn't really, the God almighty, the one that created you is not going to change for you to whatever you make it up. His, his brain is not your brain. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Thank you, God, that you're not, you know, that his ways are so much higher and his understanding so much higher that once you want to know him, you're like, I want to be like that. I want to be like you. You know, I'm, when you have, I mentioned this in a podcast, if you, if you were a Christian, you'd like Jesus. You think he's cool. He'd be like a hero. He's done. He's supernatural, you know? Anyway, not to get sidetracked. So I'm watching the, the chosen. And at this point, the show's not touched. Okay. And then I see the main character, the Jesus character, very subtly throw some symbolism. Okay. Now we can discuss in comments and in another place, because I have a plan on what I want to do with this show, um, what that is and where it was. And if you caught it, I already told you there was duality in the red and blue in, in Dallas's house. Okay. I already so told you that they would make sure that the camera angles are hitting on pentagrams. I don't care what you call them. Okay. If, you, if you're a Christian, you should know that a star is called a pentagram, okay, in this world. You know, you've been conditioned, oh, it's just a Dallas Cowboy star. Why Why you have a problem? Like, why are you out of here freaking, okay, okay. You know, you, you're just stuck somewhere when you don't realize that those are purposely put in there and, that, and, and, and there's an intent behind there. I'm not hating on either side regarding that. You just need to see it and know it. If you can identify something like I did in the motivational uh, blast cast, you're not going to, you're not going to change it. You have to identify things first, right? And then you have to have a will that's set in order to address it and have an action plan. You hear that in all those motivational things. Okay. But aside from that, it, it, your will is so important and we're going to visit that when the, when the time comes. So when I saw that, I was like, I was, oh, you know, no, Okay, I, I, I didn't really care about the, you know, the pentagram in the background. Okay, actually I did. I do. I care about everything. Okay, but the show, you shouldn't have messed with the show. So let's go there because now we got a flag. And then I'm going to wrap it up with something that, that is still resounding to me. The good that's come out of it. Because I don't want you to like hate on the chosen. That's not where we're going with this. You should not be a hater on the chosen if you're a Christian. Now, here you go. The flag on that was was the symbolism that the lead actor did as Jesus. Now, let's talk about him, Mr. Jonathan. Okay? I have no hate for him either. But here's, here's, here's where it goes. Here's the second flag. We're heading over to, and this is during the COVID days, we're heading over to meet the Pope. And okay, as soon as I see anybody get an invitation to meet the Pope, I'm like, whoa, it gets my attention. I'm like, wow. Okay. Cause that's a really big deal in a lot of different layers. Okay. But it's a really big deal. Anyway, he's one of the most powerful people in the world. He heads up the most powerful religion in the world. The, the religion that owns like everything in the world. Um, so I'm just like, you don't get an audience with him. All the dignitaries of the world, the governor people, all the biggies go to the Pope. 
Dalai Lama goes to the Pope and tells him, you know, the Pope tells him what to do. That's a whole nother podcast in itself. Remind me to make sure I cover this stuff. Okay, so you got to know that this is a biggie, biggie deal. And it's during the COVID days. And I'm like, but the fact that he got that audience and I, you know, I was like, oh, let me just watch it, you know, because he, who knows what that means. I didn't know what that meant. Okay, because it could mean he just gets... He's going to one of his masses or something. He could be in the flood of a million people and just happen to be going to Rome. I don't know. We don't know the spectrum of it. But I did get to see some of it because I really aimed to to baseline that. And, um, you know, he did get to see him. Now, here's the takeaway from that. Here's your flags to watch, okay? This is where you decide... Uh, you know, if you're a Christian, where and where not, you, you don't do the hate thing, but where and where you start putting parameters, because you you have to understand that if there's an opposition to your faith and your belief system, where is it? Okay. Now, this is just a show. And in the show, you got the main character going over and talking to the Pope. But what comes from that, that's revealed, that's allowed, that you're allowed to see if you watch him as a character and then you differentiate between the fact that he is a human and that he's building his his social presence you got there's a baseline right there no one knew who jonathan rumi was until the chosen zero zilchola like i said this came on the scene right from out of oh out of a very special place and he's a fantastic jesus and i'm only talking about the first three seasons and i'm watching because eventually a human will corrupt it. And if you understand the nature of a thing, then you understand the nature of thing. And that will be a very long podcast when you understand the nature of something. So Jonathan is doing his thing. He does a couple symbolisms here. He goes over and sees the Pope, you know. Then the next thing you know, he, he does an interview. And yeah, I, I wasn't even going to do the grave thing first, but that really lit the whole Christian community up where he's out there grave grave hugging and talking to his next you know that's what actors do actors go look up that definition but he's grave hugging and talking to the next person the dead that he's gonna emulate in some show that he's doing next okay that is what bethel does okay and a lot of you are just happy about listening to that music and following in that that whole thing um you really really got to be careful about when you start flinging here or flinging there but let's observe it so he's getting ready for his next acting gig he goes and does that that's like you need to pay attention to that here's where you, here's the two that are flags to someone like me where I'd be like, ah, cautious, cautious, warning, warning. Actually, we're in warning zone, you know, on the personal side. And I still follow him. I still watch him because, it, you know, I'm watching him morph. It personally, he's revealing himself. When he shares in an interview that he's been knighted as a Templar, what does that mean to you? If you're a Christian, if you say you're a Christian, what would that mean to you? something that we can explore somewhere else but i'd love it once this gets on platforms that you could discuss and you could share what your thoughts on that are he also will go ahead and do the most clever hollow app promotion i mean i had a friend get a hold of me and she asked me some questions she actually asked about him and i go well she goes where are you at with the chosen now I thought that was very interesting because this person was um, watching him as well. Actually, I referred it to 
her and her family. So uh, she goes, well, what, what do you think? And I said, I'm glad you're asking because eventually I'd have got around to it too. I go, this, this, and this. I go, it's a, I'm flagging stuff and I'm watching things on the personal side because, you know, once you've committed yourself to particular things, you know, you sell out maybe. That's a big throw around, but it, 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 that has a very specific meaning to me. I don't know what that means to everybody. We'll define it somewhere else. But if you see someone go, eh, you know, I was knighted as a Templar. Wow. Okay. Whoa. But what does that mean? Did he discuss it? When you see that he's an, an incredible idol worship and, and praying with Rosemary, uh, you know, his rosary to Mary and to all the saints, 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 saints. Okay. I already discussed the 10 commandments in a previous podcast. I already discussed how a particular religion actually threw out, I mean, deleted the second commandment. I have like the documents of that. I don't know. And, and that's well known now. Okay. That, and that idol worship is a big deal. And the reason why that religion pulled that out, you need to go find out why. So obviously he is of that religion where that the idol worship is okay. I don't know. Now, is that something that concerns you? I think it should be. Because when, when someone is so cleverly done in a hollow app where he can, and I just happened to, I mean, it came up in a feed. And I'm aware, okay? I'm aware that I can't even walk into X little, uh, you know, your little dollar, local dollar store. And now you're under, you know, mindful meditation, you know, over the... Over the over the intercom. I mean, it's just part of the thing now. And you got to be aware of that because you, if you have a weak mind and you get led into that, then you're gonna, it's going to be open to some stuff. And we will discuss meditation down the road because there's only two ways you can meditate, one way or another way. All right. That's a whole nother podcast in itself. But, you know, when he turns around and he immediately is like, oh, hey, do you got a minute? I want to pray, pull you in, blah, blah, blah. And how be? He does that so quickly, so smoothly, and you are immediately pulled into a his prayer okay there you are tying yourself to something immediately you know and like i said i you know i i like the ephesians 6 thing okay i like my helmet of salvation if you believe in that stuff okay i like the breastplate of righteousness i like the scripture that says my right her righteousness me her righteousness is of me okay right around the no weapon formed against me will prosper any tongue that rises against me in judgment, I shall condemn. Okay, the, this is the heritage of the servants of the Most High God. And their righteousness is of me, says God Almighty. That's Isaiah 54, combined with Ephesians 6, if you like that breastplate of righteousness. And there's some applicable stuff in that that's going to come out in your Kingdom Principles series down the road. Man, really think about that. So I don't take lightly when people try to reel in reel you into something um, on a spiritual level and a mind level and tie you. We'll discuss those in other podcasts because these are all tactics and they are full-fledged, full-on. And you have to be aware of them or you're going to wonder why you're having problems. And I'm talking problems with a big P, all right? Where problems that you never had before in your life, where you loved your husband and all of a sudden you hate him and you don't know why. Where all of a sudden everything is going wrong. And you wonder why, you wonder why, okay? All the time professing you're a Christian and I can only come from the realm of even sharing any of this is because I've done a lot of it wrong. 
So that's going to be part of the, the sharing. And when, when we go through the podcast and we visit, you know, the whole idea is to point you in a direction, but for you to understand why you're there on your own so that your free will lines up with it. I won't be reeling in. You can just shut it off. Reeling anybody in. It won't be done in, nothing's going to be done in any secret mode here. I want you, I want the next level for, for any subscriber on here to baseline even me. Just exercise it. You're getting a good chance on these podcasts. I'm rolling out from the very bare bones. If this ever even does anything, I don't know if anybody will ever even hear it, hear a thing here, but I hope I can in, in general, give some, give some tips here and there. Now to wrap this up, the chosen has a lot of good to it, an incredible amount of good to it. When you see the children that are in, that are drawn to it, there's something like that. I, 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 re I remember how I was drawn to, even though I was a Jehovah Witness, how I love that little Bible story book and not everything in there was, was correct. The Jehovah Witness are a cult religion, okay? I know that now because there were very precious people that prayed me out of that. Wow, you know? that And those people prayed for me my whole life when I had nobody else. I do not doubt that they have prayed me through when I had no family. I don't even remember their names. That's a whole other story on itself. But when, when the precious things that come out of the chosen are these children will do great things with those stories because the Holy Spirit will have his way. And that, by the way, is the key of why uh, Yahweh will win. Because if it's a war, and you don't know my background yet, but if it's a tactical thing, but it's already done, which is funny. These mysteries are fabulous, okay? If it's a tactical thing and a warfare thing, um, the, the edge is, yeah, God Most High has to deal with humans, and he can't deal with sin directly because he'll just burn it with his righteousness, okay? Because we deserve to be judged with with the wickedness that we've done. But in in knowing how what he's what he's working with, there's this thing called faith. And the and the opposing side does not understand in totality that because of that faith and because of the things that written in the Corinthian letters, if the Bible's true, and the Holy Spirit moves as he deems fit. These people, these religious things, they were just, these gifts and these, this and this, that. Okay, it, it, the Paul said, eagerly desire all the gifts. But don't forget who's the boss. Those gifts are on who he seems and deems fit. That's how the enemy will not be able to win. Because they'll never know. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to visit some things in these podcasts because of the things that I've seen. But the enemy doesn't know when or how the Holy Spirit moves. Are you kidding? The one that created and the stars also in the beginning? God said, and then it was. Who was the it was? The it was, the action was the, the power of the Holy Spirit. He's very big. He moves very big. He's so big, 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 big. Okay. And the he created all that. That's the same power that rose Jesus from the dead. The same power that the Bible, your Bible says, is in you. The same, the, the Rebecca St. James lady sings, I've got this power in me. In me, I've got strength to move a mountain. In me, I've got faith to walk on water. In me, uh, you know, uh, and that's a whole nother podcast too that we'll hit on because now that you don't have any really good music, if you're a Christian... <laughs> 
you know, you don't have any music to listen to. Not even the, the, the praise and worship music is clean anymore. What alternatives do you have? Man, I have some, I have some options. I'm here to give options and to point you guys in a way that maybe just somewhere different than the, you just know there's something wrong and you just don't, you wish there was something else. Maybe because I'm north of 50 and I have decades of experience where I could maybe give something, I want to do it. So let me wrap it up with the, the Gen Z thing. I watched, uh, like I said, I watched The Chosen. I've been watching, not lately, but I, I watched their, their Gen Z documentary. Here's what I got out of that. Okay. Of course, there's a lot in there, but here's what I got out of there. That's a primary thing. One of the guys in on the, in that group said, I never had an apartment. I never had a place to live. I never had, you know, and this is a, and he invited, you know, the, the camera crew into his little new apartment. And I immediately understood what he was talking about. I completely got this kid because I come from that same fatherless generation. The only difference is I'm probably the spearhead of it. Meaning when my parents got divorced, they were already married 18 years. But when they got divorced at the time that they did, it was unheard of. I was just absolutely rejected, you know, your parents are getting a divorce, you know, and, 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 and then, you know, horrible, horrible. No parents were doing that at the time. And so, and then that would even result in the fact, just the way my, that whole situation and even before it, it kind of even, you know, I'm, I'm probably a product of basically a single mom. There's so much that I can relate to, but when that kid said what he said, I was like, oh man, I get you. And I see the whole generations under me exactly like what I was. And that is another reason why I'm even doing this podcast. So many of them are so fatherless. They're so without any true mentor. Their mentor is technology and entertainment technology. And that's their gods in their, in their Bible. Is there another choice for them? I believe that there is. Now I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to come under some scrutiny. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I, I'll, I'll take it, you know, um, regarding how Christians may or may not be in the United States, but you better have it in order because I'm, I'm reading it and this whole show, Berea is set off of a certain standard, that particular church. Okay. And what was so simply and quickly written about in the, in the book of Acts and, and by Paul. I want to s- diligently seek this, the scriptures, you know, and they, and they, and they had all, uh, they were of common, they were common, you know, but they wanted to be, of, uh, they had a noble mindset. They wanted to be a noble mindset. That's, that's in another scripture that where there, there are pots that are used for common use. But once they're cleaned up, they can be used for a noble use. And when I read that other scripture, and we can reference them or you can go look it up yourself, I was like, you know what? I, I'm such a normal person and from such a place like that, those kids are in that Gen Z interview. I worked all of my life. I started working at 10 years old. I was on my own, not short after that. Okay. 
that was when my parents got divorced. Right after that, it was just, you know, survive on your own. Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, and that maybe we'll visit that as much as we can. But I always worked. I mean, I, um, and then from there, it's just always been what it is. And I see the younger generation struggling in that way. In many, many ways, the same exact thing. There's a couple different dynamics going on because of the conditioning of then versus now, but it doesn't change the fact that, you know, a lot of their dreams are shattered by the fact that they have to do things that they were never meant to do as children. Okay. Um, and, and that's to the fault of the generations above us. It started with the, the generation of my parents, the rebellious love, hippie love, you know, culture. I mean, people don't see that. Those boomers do not accept the responsibility of that. Man, I'm going to make everybody mad in this second podcast I ever do. (laughs) I apologize. Don't hate. You know, if the shoe fits, then freaking wear it and let's work it out. Let's walk together, talk together, you know, but it, it, all that stuff started with that, with some particular movements and it was a spirit of rebellion tied to a spirit of, you know, what is, what does the Bible say witchcraft is? It's spirit of rebellion. Okay. Now we are, we are where one preacher man was bold enough to stand up and say, if we don't get a hang on all this witchcraft that's coming in our country, this is in 22, I think 2022, we're in trouble. Indeed, my friend, indeed we are. And then I'd hear other, other podcasters and other, you know, content creators go one particular Isaiah is like, we need more people on the internet to talk about Jesus. You know, and this kid's, you know, tone of line. I'm like, you know what? I'll take that up. When you hear Joe Kirby say, you know what? I need more, more. We need more people praying. We need more people doing what I'm doing. I'll in my own little way, try to do something because in the totality of the circumstances, I've been given a lot and I repent and I, and I confess that I've probably not done enough with it. I mean, I confess and I repent that I've not loved that Bible enough when I read it now. I'm like, I never loved that enough. And now I see so much of how how precious it is and the words and how they pertain to just me and then they, and then everybody. Um, so we'll see what will happen. This is also based off of, you know, like a Psalm 71 thing. There's a scripture in there that that I really, that I'm really hanging on to on a personal level, on a show level. It's, it's definitely the name, you know, Berea, we'll search the scriptures diligently together. All right. And then we'll come to a common ground or we won't. Cause there's only, there's two sides and there's one way. And then there's every other way that'll keep you from seeing one way. And it could be that simple. And I'm suggesting it just might be once you figure it out on your own and not fall into any delusion or, you know, any kind of thing that will sidestep you from ultimately knowing the truth. So we'll wrap it up with that. The Gen C thing really moved me when I saw that kid. I'm like, man, and it's not left me. That's where I've come. You'll hear me refer to a fatherless generations that are below us. And now I think of that kid and I think of me and I think of what I've been through and he's so young and what I've, what I've, where I've went and what he's going through. And I wonder if anybody even cares because it's such a cold, we are in then times where the hearts of people are, are growing cold. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be you. All right. 
So thank you for visiting with this second podcast. I covered a lot again. I'll have to, I'm going to have to sleep and listen to it and make sure it's a, a good to go um, to be broadcasted. But if you, if you are a Christian, you wouldn't hate the chosen. Right now you'd be on the call. If you're with me and we're in, in kind of the same boat, if you see the same things I've seen, or maybe you've seen other stuff, tell me what they are, you know, um, that are cautionary to you that, that might be contraindicated to the word of God. We know idolatry is not okay. Okay. We don't pray to dead people. I'm going to do a whole series on the word abomination. Okay. That word should scare you. Okay. Scare you. Abomination. As much as you're feeling great about, you know, how deep and wide and, you know, angels and nothing's going to separate me from the love of Jesus and Romans that that's said there and all the good, good stuff that's there. When you hear the word abomination, you should be feeling some real riveting things. And you should probably not want to be doing those things that, that are referred to with that word. And you should teach your children. My goodness. Okay. <laughs> this is an abomination. Here's why. You talk about the Ten Commandments being something that, you know, you know, trying to stay away from sharp objects. You don't hurt yourself. You don't hurt the people. And, and Jesus eloquently just perfectly summed it up in, in, in when he was tested by that lawyer guy. You know, here. You want to know really what hurts you when you're, when you're doing some very specific things, it's hurting you. Okay. And you're hurting others. When you open yourself up to certain things, you are hurting yourself. And in these times, it's a one and done. You play with a psychedelic you and it doesn't work well with you. I'll, I'll refer to a documentary pretty, I'm going to wrap it up here. It's going to be under 60 minutes. Um, when you refer to a, a psychedelic documentary and, and you understand that you take one kind of drug the wrong way. And now a lot of them have been just, just legal, legalized into prescriptions, a couple of them specifically, we're going to do a whole podcast on it, on that as well. Cause there's a specific thing that happens with that when you take those particular drugs. And now that they are a broad scope prescription that a doctor can write, it's a danger zone. Danger, Will Robinson, danger. <laughs> okay. That, that's happening to people in general. So, but it's a one time, you know, it could have happened back in the day when I was in high school struggling to get through. Okay. You know, I, I went through a series of where I did some really dumb stuff. But I knew that the cost was so great because I lived on my own. And I worked on my own all the time. And my friends wanted to do this and that. And the couple of times I got reeled in by my friends were like, let's do this and let's do that. It was, you know, I realized real quick, you can't be doing that and trying to get a job in the real world. Okay. Now we are in a, when a, in a time, in a season that if a person takes a drug, Gosh, if they even eat candy wrong, I think now, right? I was talking with my friends up in Denver. I'm like, man, that fentanyl could be up in anything. Okay, that's really horrifying. Horrifying. Very scary stuff. Okay, and I'm not even getting into the tea party time, which we will do. That will be a special place for people that want to go there. But I'm not going to do it for the general, the GP, the general public. Okay, um, but it needs to be visited in, in a spiritual, you know, situation needs to be arrived at. 
People need to look at it in a spiritual sense because these are the times and the season. You have to identify the times and seasons that you're in. You have to understand the Bible and what to do with it. So there's a lot here in this chosen thing. But I'm going to wrap it up with this. Let's do this baselining. Go watch the first couple seasons. Definitely watch the pilot. And then let's and then start doing the observation in the progression. You may have to jump in at where they're at now, but you'll see a contrast between the beginning and then, or you may not. You may see changes. Those are things that we can discuss. Do the same thing with me. Exercise it on me. Uh, in the next couple of podcasts and mini blasts, I'm going to baseline. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think I am. Okay. I don't have anything. There's no qualms about what I, what my, what I want to do. And, and the caveat with that is if I, if I go sideways some way, then you know that something else has happened. If you hear me doing this rhythm, I know that's what she does. I know that's who she is. I know that's what she's like. I take comfort in that. That's why I listen to her. That's why I like her. That's why I refer her. That's why I support her. And then all of a sudden you hear... And you're like, whoa, okay, who's that? What's that? Rethink everything. Withdrawal. I'll be the first one to say that. So exercise it with the chosen. Don't hate the chosen, okay? Christians that are like, we don't even watch it for me. It's not depictions of the Bible. Those people are absolutely stiff-necked and hard-hearted. If your prayers are effectual, pray for them. If your prayers are effectual, meaning this is not a good vibe zone. No, no, no. Let me just add this in real quick. Years and years ago, I started seeing this. And this is part of the coexist thing. We'll, we'll, re, we'll visit that uh, and, the, and why it matters today and the temperature test that you want to get and the baseline you want to get from actually that. You know, people are like, I'm going to send you the good vibes. I'm going to be sending you good thoughts. No, I don't want that. Don't send it to me. I know exactly what that is when you're doing that. But if you are a person of effectual prayer, oh, yes, please. Okay, so when you when you see these people, Christians that are stiff necked and who knows if they're even Christians. But when you see that, pray for them. Okay, if you have effectual prayers before the throne of the most high God. Oh, you'd be proud of me. I'm learning how to edit this as I'm going. It's rough, but I'm doing these are so rough. (laughs) But the quick how to how do I do that? How do I do that? How do I pray effectually? There is it. This is it. If you're in the Bible. It's through Jesus to God Most High. It's no good vibes. It's no this. It's no that. You got to understand that there's stuff that's tied to that when it rolls out like that. You're either offering strange fire or you're not offering strange fire. It is that simple. There's no, we're not, a, a seven-year-old should get this. At an age of understanding, if it was taught properly, you'd get it. So please understand. You just pray for these people. What, what do I pray? If you don't know any better, pray for their salvation. That's the 101 right there. If you don't, because we can't really judge. I mean, yeah, we can look at the fruit and whatnot. We don't know what God most high is doing with the souls of men. Remember, he said very clearly, all souls are mine. Okay. That means even the highest station to the very lowest station. All right. There's so much in this, but we pray for their salvation because there's a lot in the, in the valley of um, indecision, an incredible amount. Maybe you, you can also snatch one out because he who in souls is wise, right? And that truly is if, if you're in a position where your prayers are effectual. And that's defined, not by your definition. That's defined by somewhere else. 
it's defined by the whole Berea concept of looking in the scriptures and, and seeing what is true there. But it, 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 there's so much here. Oh, you're spanning like the, the highest station to the lowest station, yeah? And if you, if you know at the highest station are those people you call mm, the elites, maybe the, the B to the G-A-T-E-S, that a lot of people hate. But my goodness, he's held, he's going to be held accountable. He's a third generation eugenicist. He now has the money and the will and is absolutely tied captive to a situation where he has nothing better and can do nothing other than promote what he is. But has one Christian even prayed for him? Like one effectual Christian. And that's the way it works with the elites, the ones that are captive. It don't stop there. Uh, on the regular level, the psychedelic, one psychedelic, you're done. You're done. You'll be pulled into the beehive movement, the coexist thing, and you are a fruit loop. And I know this from firsthand experience, and it is another horrifying thing. Another reason why we're doing this whole entire thing. But those people are captive now. So you're not just, if you have effectual prayers, you're not dealing with people that are salvation and their will, and they're just lackadaisical, lazy, they're you know, lukewarm and all the things that are sidetracking them from what they should be doing if they're effectual people in the kingdom of the Most High God. You're dealing with people that are captive and cannot. Are your prayers effectual enough to where they you can you can wield and aim to set the captives free? Now, if you can do that and your prayers are like that, then you're actually in in you understand the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. You actually understand what this real world is. It's not a blue and red narrative. It's not how you are working for the man. It's not how you're working for the motivational and freaking bringing it to the next level and, and the wealthiness of this world. It is understanding the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of light, having one foot in, in this world and one foot in eternity for you set eternity in your hearts. But my goodness, the, the souls, there are so many. There's so many. They are lost and you pray for their salvation. This is the how-to. And when they're captive, you learn to wield and set the captives free. You've been given those keys of the kingdom if you're of the kingdom of light. So just pray for them, yeah? You just pray for them. Again, there's so much in here because there are people that are willfully doing one thing. The Lucy's and the... But they're still, they're still redeemable. If that Bible we read is true, you know, the Lucy's and the, the, the Santa people. Okay. That doesn't mean you just lay down and let that stuff run over you. Oh, no, no, no. You got to learn and you got to know your times and seasons and kingdom principles. Because we're, like I said, we're in a wheat and tear situation. And honestly, this whole, if you're a Christian, this series is to hopefully stir people up and go, are you a Christian? Are you a Christian of the Bible? Are you, a, are you the Christian that's being groomed up and conditioned to be a Christian for the Antichrist? Remember, he's going to have a lot of Christians that like him and follow him. Remember that, right? He's going to raise himself up. How did, He has to reel in the Christians. I could refer to the show in, in Jonathan Rumi, but if you can connect the dots, you'll do it on your own. Okay, It still doesn't mean that the God of the Bible is going to fall off his throne. He ain't falling off his throne. <laughs> There's no falling off the throne. Thank you for this show. And if you went all the way with me. 
This is my second podcast. Next one will be on baselining me and this show. Okay. We're just going to lay it out there so you can exercise the things that we talk about and definitely do it on me if that's truly what the Berea spirit is. Yeah. Okay. HTTP colon slash slash Berea dot transistor dot FM. It'll also be on HMNauthor.com and some other platforms down the road. Thank you for support.